Energy Report with me, Rebecca Conran, on the New Story Podcast. This week we are looking at January the 28th to February the 3rd, Monday to Sunday. Uh, First of all, I'm still kind of reeling off of that eclipse energy. I don't know about anybody else, but that was pretty intense. And very dramatic. There was so much drama. I feel like a lot of people that were just like complaining and this sucks and that sucks and fucking project. Lots of projections were happening uh, through that eclipse. And that can be the downside of that Leo vibe is the drama, like over dramatizing stuff. And I feel like the last, uh, you know, the weeks after that uh, eclipse are really about processing and um, rebalancing and sort of like um, letting the dust settle. You know, eclipses really bring swift shifts into our life. So now we've been in this period of like kind of incubating and recalibrating. So this week, uh, Monday the 28th to Sunday the 3rd of February, The theme I've picked is I am here on earth to receive. We've definitely had this one before, but you know, this is kind of an every single week type vibe. So I just wanted to tap back into that. I am here on earth to receive. You know, when I watched the, um, the Mr. Rogers documentary recently, uh, one of the things that I loved so much about his message um, from watching that was that he wanted to really tell kids, uh, and I think I talked about this with someone in, maybe it's in the upcoming conversation on the new story podcast, but he really wanted to, uh, connect with children and let them know that they were lovable and worthy, um, regardless of whatever else was going on for them. And some of the backlash that he got around that was parents saying, well, you're going to create entitled children who don't think that they need to work hard or do anything. Um, But really how we're still sort of in that place um, in our society where uh, it's such a reward punishment based uh, society, right? We're conditioned that we have to be good and we have to do good things in order to be lovable. But a child um, shouldn't need to do anything to know that they are lovable and worthy. They should just feel that from the moment of birth. And for a lot of us, because the messages we received were not that we were lovable and worthy, now more than ever, we need to kind of re um, uh, pattern ourselves and create new understanding within that um, we we came here to receive that love and and value and worth, uh, and and be seen in that light, regardless of what is out pictured. So, 
along with that theme, I am here on earth to receive. There are lots of lessons, there's lots of love, and um, there's lots of resources that we uh, deserve here. So just tapping into this energy this week. The tarot that we got this week has come up in the past. Um, It's the Queen of Pentacles. This is another nice earthy energy. Uh, The Queen of Pentacles is a sensible, warm, and giving character. She's honest in her dealings with herself. She's honest with others. Faye, you're being a little too honest right now. I'm trying to record this podcast. She's down to earth. She's loyal. The Queen of Pentacles, you know, if something needs to be done, she's just going to get that shit done. She's supportive and accepting, and she really uses love as her main currency. So this card signals the energy of making headway in really practical, earthy ways this week. And you've heard me talk about it a lot before of the most practical type of spirituality, which is how we self-care. You know, we're here to be human bodies. They require a lot of practical care, food, rest, hygiene, etc. And so maybe this week we're tapping into um, how we're, uh, if we're giving our all to ourselves in that way, and if we've got some shit we need to get done uh, in regards to our practical care. So this week we can give what we can to others, but not at the expense of our own care. You know, we want things to be in flow and in balance. Um, This is a nice prosperous energy for us this week and goes well with uh, our one major planetary shift, our Venus shift at the end of the week. The ritual I picked this week was realize your own potential. You know, the world needs your gifts, no matter how wacky or crazy they seem. We need to share and see what's truest in one another, what's authentic. And this week's ritual is about realizing what works about you. You know, what's great about you? What exactly are your gifts? A gift that you might have might not be something that you're ever validated for outwardly, but that doesn't mean you can't tap into the energy and be proud of it yourself. You know, I'm really good at whipping up this healthy meal. I'm really good at being um, reliable and loyal and dependable. I'm really good at my work that I do. I'm a really good artist. You know, tapping into... um, the positive traits and qualities uh, that are uh, in you and, you know, really tapping into the gifts that you have to offer the collective. And, you know, if you don't know um, what that might be or you're having a hard time tapping into that, spend some time journaling um, and uh, maybe ask a loving friend or a family member for some suggestions to um, get you started. So this week, the major shift we have is on Sunday the 3rd. Uh, We're all the way into February already. This was a quick January. And Venus is going to head into Capricorn. So as we round out Venus in Sagittarius during this week, we're getting to the truth of things. Sagittarius is that energy that is really looking for the higher meaning um, and We've been deep in thought considering our higher callings and the higher meaning of what we are doing and why, especially with that lunar eclipse, which showcased, you know, how do I want to express myself? How do I want to put myself out there? And a lot of times, like during the energy, that if it's super intense, we might not necessarily really be understanding what it is that 
is coming in. So the last, you know, two weeks is really going to be about like processing what all that energy meant um, and maybe seeing it a little bit more clearly. So we've been been in this place of deep thought and uh, like finding the higher meaning and in comes our ability to build the spiritual into reality with lovely Capricorn. Um, I love Capricorn and I find that it is a very stabilizing energy. In terms of romance, this is the placement that wants mature love, committed love, real love in terms of something tangible and earthly that will feel good, you know, after our adventurous and restless Sag uh, time. In Capricorn, it's a little bit of a sober place for Venus, but that doesn't mean it's not a good place. You know, Capricorn helps us to detach from the overly sentimental and maybe emotional. So some of that drama after the Leo eclipse and Perhaps, you know, that's what we need is that sobering perspective to make good decisions for ourselves in practical ways in regards to romance, self-worth, harmony, and all of those Venusian traits. Venus in Capricorn wants us to be realistic, to set goals, to create structure and form. And even our relationships need that from time to time. It's nice to be flowy and free, but a healthy relationship is not just about the love that's in it. It's also about the structure and the foundation. You might use this energy to reconnect to the physical aspects of your self-care practice, uh, to take care of your body, your finances, your home. You know, this energy might see us connecting deeply with our career or status in terms of how we can beautify those places in our life and bring more balance because Venus is all about beauty and aesthetic and um, art and Capricorn is uh, that uh, urge to mature and that um, willingness to move forward and work. Um, so, and, and Capricorn also helps us to usher in our maturity you know, so what goals will you be setting this week in regards to those themes? Is there anywhere where you can create more uh, commitment um, and really focus on this practical earthy matters? The very next day is going to be the new moon in Aquarius, which we're going to talk about on next week's energy report. Um, but you can really be thinking about that because it is going to it's um it's the day after Venus goes into Capricorn and I think these themes are going to really be impactful that whole weekend. So we've been deep into Aquarius season now, the season of the rebel, the soul of the questioner and the revolutionary. And we might be a revolutionary of politics, health, art, nurturing, business, anything. You know, anything and everything can be reformed and brought into greater balance and harmony. The new moon, uh, the moon being our creativity, our feelings, our intuitions, flow, and fears. You know, new moons are an opportunity to start a new story. And after the cleansing of the lunar eclipse and all of this processing we've been going through since then, you know, this is us considering what's new for us? What are we reforming in our life? How are we realigning with our truest selves? and uh, rebelling against um, anything that is old and outdated and outworn for us. So set those intentions. Moons are always, new moons and full moons are always a great time to set intentions and set goals, especially with this Venus in Capricorn. 
So setting intentions to purge out the old, the outdated, the worn out emotions and beliefs that really need your consideration and to make steps um, into the future. So i uh, got a couple of events coming up, friends. Um, uh, the next group, Energy Clearing, is coming up on February the 11th. It's $44. It takes about three hours, and there's a guided meditation. It all happens um, by a distance healing, but uh, I will link it in the show notes so that you can uh, sign up for that and also get more information on it. Um, if you are a New Yorker or live in the tri-state area, or even if you don't, if you're kind of far away, I'm holding the Winter Weekend Retreat on March the 1st through the 3rd. And it's going to be a weekend of yoga, sound healing, healthy food, and nature, plus a private session with me if you're feeling it in person. Of course, you can always book uh, a session with me online as well. Uh, and then we also have the next private eight-week mentorship starting in April. Um, but if you want to set up a payment plan for that, it's good giving yourself a little extra time. So we've got two months before that would start, but that gives you plenty of time to make payments too. Um, all of this is going to be in the show notes. So loves, I'm back from Jamaica where it was through the eclipse, which felt really good. It looked amazing. It was really expansive time and I am feeling fully restored. This Sunday on the New Story podcast, I have a conversation with musician extraordinaire Timo Ellis of Yoko Ono Band, Chibamato, the Netherlands uh, on the New Story podcast. And we're going to talk about sobriety, veganism and the environment, plus much more. It's kind of a high-octane conversation that we have. Uh, yeah, so tune in, and uh, I look forward to speaking to you next week. And as always, if you're able to, please consider exchanging energy with me by becoming a patron to support the availability of these newsletters and podcasts, and you can donate any amount uh, via my Patreon, including just a one-time uh, donation. Okay, loves, sending you love. Love.